You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Well, they weren't supposed to start until 9 30 based on what they said, so I'm not sure.
you know how to leave, right? Maybe at home. What? She's going to be right here. So at 9.30, it's not saying anything? You muted the, 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 uh, okay. Okay. Cause, so, uh, cause like on, on my phone, I can mute, mute the phone itself, but you can still hear, you can still hear the, uh, so click that. This here? Use the mouse. Oh. oh no! You see a microphone? See, I muted the sound. Well, this is what I need to mute.
Hallelujah, Father God. Thank you, O God. Bless you, for this is the day that you have made, O God. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you, Father God, for the day that you have made. Thank you, O Lord, that we have purpose in this day. Father God, it is simply a good day to be alive. We praise you and we worship you, O God. It is a good day, O God, to be in the kingdom. Father God, we are blessed on this bright, sunny day that you have made, O God, because you are shining down your light upon us, O God. I feel the warmth from the beams of your sun. I feel the warmth of your sun, Father God. May everybody on the line feel it as well, O God. Fill us up, Father God, that we may pour ourselves out on your behalf, that we may drip onto those that you want to be made wet, O God, with the washing of your word. Thank you, Father God, for just who you are, Father. We praise you. We lift you up. You are a good God, and your mercy endures forever. You are a good God and your mercy endures forever. Father God, you set ambushments against the enemy when we praise you, O oh God. You are a good God, and your mercy endures forever. The conflict in our life is turning upon itself. You are a good God, and your mercy endures forever, Father God. Let the enemy be confused right now, because you are a good God, and your mercy endures forever, O oh God. You are a good God, and your mercy endures forever, Father God. There is nothing that shall touch us. Father God. There is nothing that shall make its way close to us, Father God, because you are a good God and your mercy endures forever, oh God. We are simply told to stand and see the salvation of the Lord. All you want us to do is show up. Father God, may we just show up, oh God. May we just arrive at the designated place, oh God. May we just put ourselves in the and stand, Father God. May we just be there so that we can be witness to your salvation, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for this day that you have made. There is no place that we would rather be than inside of your will, Father God. It is the safest place on earth, Father God. Right now, Father God, we apologize. We confess our sins, Lord. We say, Lord, I was wrong for doing that. I apologize. I confess my sin. I mean it. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Forgive me and make me whole again, O oh God. Restore me to fellowship with you. Thank you, O oh God, for the ability to confess. 
thank you for the ability to apologize, O oh God. May we come right before you, O oh God, that we do not take of your body and blood unworthily and so-called death or illness upon ourselves. We take your body worthily because we discern who you are, O oh God. We discern the way that you have created us to be and to operate in this earth. May we put hands and feet, O oh God, to your very word. May we open up your scriptures and get our direction, Father God, for what you want us to do on this day and every day. Father God, we just thank you for today. We offer up our peace offerings to you, O oh God. We offer up our well-being offerings to you, O oh God. We just give thanks, O oh God. We love you for who you are. We are blessed to be inside of your family, O oh God. Thank you for this day that you have made. Lord, show us what you want us to do in this day. We realize, Father God, that we are bought with a price. We are not our own. Command us this day. Father God, we yield ourselves to you. You can do more with us than we can do with ourselves. Father God, we realize that without you, our very lives are forfeit. We understand, God, that we are marching down a dead-end street without you, oh God. Father God, we desire to be where you are at and only where you are at. If you are not there, we don't want to be there, Father God. Show us this day your glory, oh God. Let us see your magnificence, oh God. Thank you for the salvation work of your son Jesus that has cleansed us, restored us, reconciled us back to you, oh God, that we may stand in your very presence, oh God, and not be destroyed. Thank you for your presence that is very close to us, inside, even in our mouths, oh God, that we don't have to do anything but whisper to you, and we know that you hear us. You are that close, oh God. And for those of us who can't whisper, oh God, we know that we can just think it in our minds, and you're there between the molecules and the atoms, Father God, you are there. We thank you for that presence, Jehovah Shammah. You are always there, Father God. We will neither fear nor be dismayed, because you said in Joshua 1-9 that you are with us wherever we go, Father God. Mountain high, valley low, oh God, you are there. Thank you for your rod and your staff that comfort us, oh God. You give us peace in the midst of the chaos. You are the God of peace, for your name is Jehovah Shalom. Father God, you honor your word even above your name. So before you're Jehovah Shalom, Father God, you said that you were the God of comfort, and that means that you will give us comfort, oh God. You said that you are the God of peace. That means you will be the God of peace to us, oh God. Thank you, Father God, that we are able to call upon you as who you are, the greatest parent that we know. You let us know in the Psalms, O oh God, that when father and mother forsake us, that you, O oh God, will take us up. Father God, we thank you for our birth, O oh God. We thank you that we are here. We thank you that we can take a breath, O oh God. Breathe in and out. That means that we have purpose, O oh God. You did not let us die in the womb, O oh God. You did not let us die up until this point, O oh God. You let that knife wound stop just an inch short, oh God. You let that bullet graze just a bit far, oh God. You let that fight not end up where we were in a permanent coma, oh God. You allowed us to slip away from the enemy. You concealed us and hid us inside your love to the point that they could not see us to come and eat of our flesh, oh God. They wanted to destroy us. They wanted to trample us. They wanted to make an end of us. But it was not your will, oh God. You said not today because you have yet purpose for us. Thank you, oh God, for purpose. 
thank you that we know that we are here. Therefore, we are not worthless. Even the person listening to me with the needle sticking out of their arm, they have purpose, oh God. The one that managed to get on the prayer line that has liquor in the system, they have purpose, oh God. The one who was doing anything to their body that would bring harm to their body, they have purpose, oh God. We ask that you speak a word of love to them today because that's who you are, oh God. You are the God of love. You have nothing but love for us. You don't hate us. You don't have wrath for us. You have love for us. You call us your peculiar people, oh God. That means we are consecrated. We are set to the side for a purpose, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. Let us know our purpose today for the downtrodden. Let them look at themselves and say, why are you downcast, oh, my spirit within me? Why are you so downtrodden, soul? You are a child of the most high God. Do you not know that the Lord is your portion? Hallelujah. If nothing else is on the plate, oh, God, you are our portion. That is more than enough. We can eat off of you for the rest of our lives and never be hungry again, oh, God. You are the person at the well that says, I have water that you can drink, and you will never thirst again. Oh, hallelujah. Bless your holy name for the water that wells up within us, oh, God. Springs of everlasting life that flow from our literal belly. Oh, God, we thank you right now for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the seal. We thank you for the down payment, the earnest money deposit, oh, God, that you put down on us, letting us know I'm coming back to get you, letting us know there is a mansion waiting on you, letting us know no worries. Don't care about what you see on your right or your left. I'm coming for you, son. I'm coming for you, daughter. Do not be afraid. I'm here. I'm always here. I'm never leaving you. I'm never forsaking you. I am your God, and you are my people. Remind us, oh God, that when we take communion and we drink of the blood, oh God, that we understand that when that veil got torn, Lord have mercy, Jesus cut another covenant. Father God, he said that this is the blood of the new covenant. Hallelujah. Not only shed for the remission of sins, but it's a new covenant. Lord, let us perceive that when the veil tore, that symbolized you walking between the halves of the sacrificial animal that was you, oh God. You brought, brought us through to a different new covenant, oh God. You gave us access for all of you, and you have access to all of us. When we fall short, thank you for having so much grace and mercy that you forgive us, oh God. And thank you for giving us all of you and continuing to be so faithful that you hold up your end of the covenant and even help us when we cannot hold up our end. Father God, we have access to you, total access to you, 100% access to you. Lord, you tell us in Colossians that when we have faith in you and believe in Jesus that we are filled to all the fullness of God. We can't even conceive that, oh, God. Give us a mind for you today, oh, God, to understand exactly what that means. Let us understand what it means to be filled to the fullness of God and Christ in our lives. Lord, have mercy on our souls. Forgive us, God, for our ignorance. Forgive us, God, for not reading our Bible. Forgive us, God, for not simply spending time with you so that we can get the revelation of who we really are. The very earth, creation itself, is groaning, oh God, waiting on the people of God, the sons and daughters of God, to make themselves known. Will the real people of God please stand up? That is what the earth is saying. Nature is waiting on us. It was subjected to corruption against its will for a time such as this. Thank you, oh God, for a time such as this. Thank you for Sister Esther that fasted for three days 
called the people to fast with her so that she could put her life in her own hands and go before the king because she trusted you, oh God. May we fast. May we pray. May we do whatever we need to do, Father God, to face that fear to put our life in our own hands, but really we're putting our life in your hands, oh God. And like Jesus said in the Garden of Gethsemane, Father God, if you can take this cup from me, do it, but not my will, but yours. Oh God, may that be somebody's prayer today. Not my will, but yours, oh God. We desire to be a yielded spirit to you. We desire to be a willing vessel. We desire to take the most precious gift that you gave us, free will, and give it to you, O oh God. We desire to take the gift that you gave us and give it right back to you, O oh God. Whatever gifts and talents that you have given us on this day, may they be used for the glory of God because we understand in Romans chapter 11, verse 36, you told us, God, that you created all things that everything has its existence because of you, and it exists for one purpose, and that is to bring you glory. Hallelujah, Father God. May we all just sit down for a moment as you are causing us to do with this coronavirus. May we all just sit down, those of us that have paid vacation, paid time off. You are giving us a chance to just sit down and reflect on you. Can we just sit down and take? stop of our lives, oh God, and just understand that you can wipe everything out in the blink of an eye, but you have purpose, oh God. Can we take this time to just sit down, oh God, and ask you, what is my purpose? How do you want me to use the gifts and talents that you have given me to glorify you, oh God? We ask that of you today, oh God. Teach us. Tell us, oh God, because you're a mighty great teacher, the greatest teacher of all. Teach us, oh God, how to use those gifts and talents that you have put inside of us that we may give you glory. Father God, your son told us that if we ask anything in his name, you will do it to bring glory to you, oh God. It is always about your glory, Father God. It is always about your glory. It is always about your glory, oh God, your presence, the weight of your very spirit, oh God. We bless you today. We bow down in your presence, oh God. We tilt our heads toward the ground. We yield our spirits and we lay prostrate before you. You are God of gods, Lord of lords, King of kings, immortal, invisible, wise, the only true and living God. And you are our God. You are our Father. May your will be done this day, oh God, on earth as it is in heaven. Bless you, Lord. Take any unforgiveness out of our hearts, oh God. We willingly give it to you now. We even speak the names of those that we need to forgive out loud right now, Father God. And when we do, we thank you already for the release, oh God. We thank you, Father God, that it is the blockage has been removed simply because we chose to forgive. Thank you, Father God, that we understand that without forgiveness of others, we cannot be forgiven ourselves and we will not have access to you. Father God, we give up anything that would cause us to lose access to you. Father God, we thank you on this day for the word that you have brought. We thank you for the word that is coming. We thank you for the prayers that you have brought to your people. Father God, we desire to be yielded to you today. Speak to us now, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, your son, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. Hallelujah and amen.
Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Welcome. Good morning. We just want to give glory and honor to God this morning and start off with a little praise and worship before we hear our man of God, Apostle Brooks. So join us, sing along, clap your hands, and just praise God this morning. Welcome to Judah, sanctuary of praise. Where you can jump and shout and praise the Lord all day. Welcome to Judah. Thank you where you can jump and shout and praise the Lord all day. You are welcome. Welcome, you are welcome. Welcome to Judah, sanctuary of praise. Where you can jump and shout and praise the Lord all day. Welcome to Judah, sanctuary of praise. Here turn your burdens into miracles today. You are welcome. Welcome. You are welcome, welcome, 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 I need you, you need me, we're all a part of God's body, stand with me, agree with me, we're all a part of God's body, it is his will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. I need you. You need me. We're all a part of God's body. Stand with me. Agree with me. We're all a part of God's body. It is his will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. I won't. But with words in my mouth, I love you. I need you to survive. 
It is his will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. You are important to me. I need you to survive. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to survive. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to survive. It is his will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to survive. I pray for you. You pray for me. I love you. I need you to survive. I won't harm you with words from my mouth. I love you. I need you to survive. It is his will that every need be supplied. You are important to me. I need you to survive. You are important to me. I need you to survive. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Apostle will take it from here. God bless you all. God bless you. Greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, beloved, this is your apostle Keith Brooks. Judas Sanctuary. You Amen. You all need to mute your telephones. Please mute your telephones so Apostle can speak to you. I want you to hear me very loud and clear, so mute your telephones all over. Please, ma'am, please, sir. Hey, I bless you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Hey, beloved, this is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it because in it is an opportunity. Before I take my text and stuff, I want to share with you some things I've been praying for all night long and it was a struggle to cancel church. And I'm going to tell you why, because I'm one that walks by faith and believes that our God is a God that's able to protect us from all hurt, harm, and danger. And God spoke to me about 3 o'clock this morning and pressed in my spirit. He said, the reason I canceled church was not because of the Christians, but because of the unbelievers. This is an opportunity for your family who are not saved that are sitting in the house 
parents or, or your children that does not go to church to get on the line to hear a word from the Lord. Yes, the Lord is preparing his day of coming, but it is not yet, beloved. I don't want you to be fearful because the only thing we should fear is fear itself. That's what President Teddy Roosevelt said years ago. We should fear nothing but only fear itself. Our Bible tells us that God has not given us a spirit of fear but love power and a sound mind. That comes from the Greek word sophrontismo, which means self-control of our mind. God has given us that kind of power in our minds. He said, the very thing I feared came up against me. So that was something that God has been merciful to because the faith was not where it should be. And you never leave an army or lead an army into battle who's weak in their faith. You will be defeated every time. So, beloved, I want you to understand God has a purpose. We said that all things do work together for good for them that love God, that are called according to his purpose. So today is not a setback. It's a setup for us to get those that are not saved to hear the word of God. While I'm talking to you, get that son out of the bed, get your grandmother, grandfather around the telephone and say, hear the word of God. God is trying to get the world's attention to focus their eyes back on Jesus. I'm going to the throne of grace, but I thank God for Brother uh, Deron in praying. I thank God for the sisters that were acclimated to worship song and praying to God and lifting up the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, beloved, this is a time that a family of God needs to pull together, not separate ourselves, but come together to hear the voice of God and the instructions that God has for us. Hey, let's go to the throne of grace. My God and your God, I ask you, Father, to speak to our heart expressively. God, I'm asking you to open the very ears of those that are listening to my voice. Let them not hear my voice, but your voice. Speak to their heart expressively. Bind every demonic spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Release your blood over us. Cover us in your blood. Cover our hearts and the altars of our hearts in your blood. Fill my mouth with blood one more time that I'll speak life, health, and strength to those that are struggling, searching, and seeking your faith. I pray, God, that you use this opportunity to bind every demonic spirit but loose a revival in the hearts of men and women. Stir them to seek your face and to cry out your name, Jesus. I, because of the name of Jesus, there's power to deliver us and power to heal, power to keep us. Your blood is what saints us and and your blood is what keeps us, uh, and your blood is what's going to destroy all the works of the enemy. Now we give your name the praise. We give you all of the honor, all of the grace, uh, because in your name, Jesus, we hide ourselves in the wonderful and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we do pray, and all of the hearts of God's people said amen and amen. Hey, I want you to get your Bibles, because we're going to the gospel according to Matthew. Matthews, chapter 24. I want to teach you what God is up to right now. The world is panicking. 
but the household of faith should stand strong in God. Beloved, I believe that God has a purpose for everything under the sun. You and I was born at this time for a reason and a purpose. The body of Christ has to come together. There is more division on Sunday morning than any time in the history of this world. We're all divided, yet we say that we're one and we're part of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, all of this foolishness and schisms and isms that we carry in the body need to be deplaced and deleted from the household of faith. I'm giving you time now for Matthew chapter 24, beginning in verse number 1. I want to teach you the word of the Lord. And here's what the Bible says. And Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came to him for to show him the building of the temple. And Jesus said unto them, See not all these things? Verily I say unto you, There shall not be left here one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. During Rome in 70 AD, the Rome attacked Jerusalem, those buildings and temples was destroyed. But hear what Jesus said in verse number three. These are the signs of the end of the age. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, tell us, everybody wants to hear now, what's really going on, man? Is the world coming to an end? Or we are in the last days? No, these are the signs pointing to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Tell us. I want to know. I need to prepare myself. Hey, listen. Salvation is free, beloved, and it's time to get saved now. We're waiting for what? The last moment? We'll do a quick salvation and get saved? The disciples was curious. They want to know. When is the signs coming? What shall we look for? Here's what he said. When shall these things be, they asked. And what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? Verse 4, and Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. First of all, be aware. So the wolves coming in sheep clothing to pretend that they know God. Many will come from all over, saying they're prophets, they're apostles, they're bishops, they're pastors, they're brothers and sisters in Christ, but many will be deceived by them. Jesus was dealing not only with the end time coming, but he was letting us know then how the Pharisees and scribes and Sadducees pretended with great religion, but yet they were deceitful. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Here we go. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled. When we're hearing about the catastrophe, 
China, North Korea, all of these nations stands up against America. He said, don't be troubled. These are just wars to create fear in the hearts of men and women. Hear what the Word of God says. For all of these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. Stop pushing the panic button. Stop running here and there. This fear of the coronavirus is not going to destroy us. It is destroying most people's bank accounts. Hear me because they're spending their life saving, stacking up with food and guns and weapons. They're preparing for something that is not coming yet. Somebody say, I'd rather be safe than sorrow. Well, so be it. But don't be troubled because the end is not yet. Verse 7, here we go. For nations shall rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdom. And there shall be famine. A lack of food? No, beloved. Because Amos 8 and 11 says it this way. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of the hearing of are the words of God, are the words of the Lord. Yes, stores are empty for bread, for food, for water. This is not the end, beloved. There's a famine to wake up the hearts of men and women to hear the word of the Lord. God is crying out to his people to repent, to hear the word of the Lord. But watch what he says and pestilence and earthquake in diverse places. Pestilence, a faulty epidemic, disease, a virus. You remember when the century turned in the year 2000, Y2K hit the system. They thought every computer would fail, and that was the end. 2001 was Amtrak. 2002, the Western Nile virus. 2003, SARS virus. 2005, the bird flu. 2006, E. coli. 2008, they thought financial collapse was all over. Wall Street was falling. 2009, the swine flu. 2013, North Korea is going to go to war. It's going to be World War III. 2014, Ebola virus. 2015, ISIS. 2016, Zika virus. 2020, coronavirus. Listen, beloved. The devil has released fear upon the hearts of men and women. And we're battling the Bible said it is not the end yet. These are things that must come. These are things that God is trying to recognize that cause the people to recognize his coming. Listen, if you want to entitle this thought this morning, it is called God's grace is still in the midst 
of disasters. Who is our God? Is our God not the sovereign God? Is he not Lord of Lords and Kings of Kings? Is he God that knows the beginning and the end? Is he God that knows every thought of mankind? Then nothing catches our God by surprise. These things was released, first of all, by God. Satan must get permission before he do anything against this earth. Yet he is a God of the earth. He's a God of the world. But he's still under God's power. Grace is God's unmerited favor to you and I. God will take care of his own. God will make sure that you and I are not being attacked. Here's what the Bible says in Psalms 91, verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Verse 2, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortune, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snares of the fowls and from the nozzin and the pestilence. What do you mean, preacher? I'm telling you that nothing shall catch you and I by surprise because our God has already made provision. Dawdling pestilence, extreme offense, that's what the word nauseating means. A smell of nasty, distasteful, displeased. In Matthew 23 and 37, Jesus walked over Jerusalem. He cried to Jerusalem because they missed their visitation. Well, wake up. America, wake up. God does not want you to miss his visitation. He said to Jerusalem, Do a hen gather her chicks under her wings? The wings was a protection. The wings was to overshadow the chicks to provide power. Here's what the scriptures are saying in Psalms 91 verse 4. He shall cover thee with his feathers, with his tenderness, his affection, his love toward you and I. No coronavirus can touch God's children. You've been blood blood-washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. There is no disease and no devil in hell can penetrate God's blood. But here's what else he said. Under his wings shall thy trust. That's the protection of God. He's making provision for you and I. Shall be thy shield and thy buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terrors. That word in Hebrew terrors means Fear, thou shalt not be with fear by night. No devil, no thief can bring nothing against you and I. The devil is a thief. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But God's grace is still in the midst of all of this disaster. For the arrows that fly by day, nor the pestilence that walk in darkness, when I read that the Spirit of the Lord said, look how pestilence become like a person walking 
That's what devils do. That's what Satan said to God when he wanted to attack Job. I've been roaming to and fro through the earth. Coronavirus has taken legs. It's a demonic spirit that's walking in the darkness. But it cannot come nigh thee because we are under the blood of Jesus Christ and his righteousness. I want you to hear me, beloved, because when God extends his grace, he's always in the midst of disasters. Let me give you a few witnesses. When Adam and Eve sinned, God's grace covered them from death. By driving them out of the garden, he protected them. Even though the word of God said, the day that thou eat thereof, thou shalt surely die. His grace spared him to live 930 years. In the midst of his disaster, God slays the lamb that symbolized Jesus Christ, was slain for our atonement. His grace was extended, and he covered Adam and Eve with the covers of the lamb's skin. That was God's grace. The children of Israel in bondage under Pharaoh's law. Some great theologian, Alfred Newton, said it this way. He said, when Pharaoh was on the throne and he died, Moses was born 64 years after his death. But yet God allowed Moses to be placed in a borough between the fights, Pharaoh's daughter gets him and finds him, take him into the kingdom. And yet God's grace was in the midst of disaster for the Hebrew children. You know the story? For over 400 and some years, they were under bondage. But God's grace was in the midst of them. The woman of name whose son had died, whose husband had died, on the way in the procession, to bury her son, Jesus intervened, raises up her son. That's grace, beloved. In the midst of a disaster, God will always show his grace. And I want you to hear me in the sound of my voice that God's grace is still in the midst of us. I don't want you panicking. God don't want you panicking, full of fear. We have a sound mind, beloved. We're the children of God, born under the power of Almighty God. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's new, new in a mindset, new in thoughts. You remember the man in the pool of Saul? 38 years he sat there waiting for the troubling of the water. Grace had been there all along. Because the angel that fell on water was right there. He was God's healing power. Angel, but the man lost his courage. I don't want you to lose your courage. I don't want you to become despondent. No pestilence, no disease shall come nigh of thee. You are under the blood of thee. Now I'm talking to somebody. You can't jump in and jump out. Pull around and jump out from under the blood, you'll get caught. Be mindful, beloved. Don't become a yo-yo in Christ. 
You're either going to stay saved or backslide all the way. You go to hell, go in style. I didn't leave the world to go to hell. I had that. But when God saves you, he cleanses you. You cannot keep straddling. I'm talking to somebody out there. You cannot do it. You cannot keep carrying a dagger and stick it in your brother or sister. You can't keep the world and hold on to God. Make up your mind. Grace is in the midst of disaster. For those that are under his blood. Jesus healed ten leopards. He was forbidding of the law to deal with leopards. Yet Jesus was in the midst of them. How is that, preacher? Because Jesus was the righteousness of God. No disease could attack him. He broke every law by healing them. The leper was to walk with a cloth in front of his mouth and cry all day, unclean, unclean. If just the saliva from the leper's mouth would touch you, you would become contaminated. Jesus was not afraid of that. According to the Nazarene law, he was not to touch dead bodies, but he laid his hands on the Jairus' daughter who was dead. He laid his hands on the world because he was not afraid. Fear had no power over our God and our Lord. The woman with the issue of blood for 12 years, separated from her family, separated from society, but yet grace was in the midst of the crowd. She had to do something to get something. You want something God? Worship him. You want something from God? Pray to him. You want something from God? Serve him. God, deliver me from those religious people who say, I want God, but never fellowship with the body of Christ. God, deliver me from those that claim they know him, but yet cannot love one another. God, deliver me from those that cry out that really want it but cannot find. Hear me, beloved. God's grace is in the midst of you. These are just trolling that, but don't be panicking because the end is not yet. I'm about to close here. I remember Jesus had a friend called Lazarus. Loved his friend. The Bible said in John 11, he who thou lovest is sick. In other words, hurry up, Jesus. Get here. And what the world is crying out right now, hurry up, God. Do something. Make this go away. When my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked way, then shall I hear from heaven. Oh, we cry now. Help me, God. Help me, God. Don't let this come down me. He's, he's not. Can you trust your God? Lazarus, who now loves is sick, hurry up, Jesus. Get here. That's what everybody's praying. Hurry up, God. Do something. I heard Brother Devon pray. Take time. This is rest period. 
I know I've rest more now than I have in the last 10 years of my life. In the last four or five days, I've slept all day. Haven't slept like that in years. There is victory in what God is doing. Take your eyes off of the virus. That's the problem. Put your eyes on the answer. That's Jesus Christ and his righteousness and his power. Come see about Lazarus. Jesus delayed his coming. I believe by the end of March, he'll show up. Write it down. Write it down. He'll show up. But he wants you to remember the pressure. Saints of God can pray well under pressure. When there's no pressure, we take it for granted. We don't pray. We don't read. We don't seek. We don't fellowship. But all oh, that pressure comes. Mary Martha cried to Jesus, hurry up. Get here. The messenger gets to Jesus. And Jesus takes his pride. Now, I believe if I was sitting in the midst of the disciples, when the messenger came, I would have said to Jesus, let's go now. That's our friend. I know. I'm going. I need to stay another two days of where I'm at. So I'm going to stay here, making a day four days. Four always symbolize creation and God. Renewing, restoring. Lazarus die. And by the time Jesus gets there, Lazarus stink by now. Hear me, beloved. I'm not foolish to think that the virus is not killing me a dime. 700 died yesterday in Italy in less than 24 hours. We cannot be foolish of what we see. The real lies, preachers in Christ. Jesus gets there. Martha confronts him with an attitude. If you had been here, my brother would not have died. Nothing catches our God by surprise. You say, well, this coronavirus is taking many out. Yes, beloved, it is. It's only taking those that God has assigned to leave the earth. They're not dying because God didn't love them. They're dying because they are assignment has been given up on the earth. They're done. It's found hard and ruthless and heartless. But all of us have a time. Just so haven't God used the virus to move things. You remember those that so long died? The tower fell? Were they sinners? No. It was just a time. But 9-11 happened. Our hearts ached, but those that died and perished, it was that time. It's hard for humans to accept the will of God when it comes to death. Martha had a problem. But when Mary came, she touched the heart of Jesus. I'm talking to the body, I'm talking to those under the sound of us. Touch his heart. She fell at his feet, and 
Jesus said the exact same word Martha said. If you had been here, my brother had not died. Jesus' response said, I am the resurrection. He that believe in me, though he was dead, yet shall he live. Show me where you laid it. God is saying to us, pray, touch my heart, and I'll show you how to resurrect. These are not the end. It's just showing you the signs are coming. Stop panicking. Stop running with fear. Settle down. Release yourself back unto your God. I liken God to my father. If I was on a building and it was on fire, and my father would say, jump. I wouldn't hesitate because I know the love of my father. Not the strength, but his love, first of all, was rescuing me. Now I'm looking at my father, I know he's strong. Not only is his love involved, his strength is involved now. Never trust Jesus hard, Jesus stand before the tomb of Lazarus. Move the strong, move the fear. Move your doubt. I will resurrect your faith, your hope, and your joy. The devil has released his virus to steal your joy, but the joy of the Lord is my strength. And when you lose your joy, you've lost your strength in love. So you struggle with it. So I'm not going to be defeated by no demon and no devil in hell. My God is a conquering God. But it wasn't for me. It's for those that are like in faith, weak. Those that are at home not saved. The trumpet is being sound. The Bible said, call out and spread out. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Show my people their transgressions. Turn from your wicked way. Turn and watch God heal this land. I said again, I believe it'll last till the end of March. Then God will show you his hand to the world. Hey, beloved, I want you to be excited about your God. Your God loves you. Grace is in the midst of all of this disaster, the calamity, the misfortune, the mishap. This event of coronavirus. It's affecting more minds than anything. You and I are more than conquerors. We're not just conquerors. Paul said, you're more than a conqueror. That means that the heavy burden will put upon the runner. And running up the hill now with a pack on his back, he still came in first. He was more than just a conqueror who ran without a pack on the back. I want you to understand grace is in the midst of this. God will take care of you. God will supply your needs. God will keep your family. 
Nothing shall come nigh of thee. I love that. Because when God says what he says, he means it. David said, A thousand shall fall at thy right, or at thy side, and ten thousand at my right hand. But it shall not come nigh of thee. Pray with me, bow your heads. Gracious and eternal God, again I thank you. Thank you for being our God. Thank you for being our Father. No Father will give his children evil things. I'm asking you, Father, to protect, keep, watch over, stir the hearts of men and women. Let them understand this is the day the Lord has made. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. In it is opportunity to thank you, to worship you, to give your name all of the glory that's due unto it. Our God is a conquering God. Our God is a deliverer. Those under the sound of voice that may not know you, somebody needs fresh oil. Somebody needs fresh anointing. Under the sound of my voice, Lord Jesus, pray with me. Come into my heart. Save me and deliver me from myself. Wash me in your blood. Take the pain away, the guilt, the shame, the hurt. God, I'll serve you for the rest of my life. Revive me again. Stir up the fight within me. Stir up my faith within me. Stir up the gifts in me, Lord. And I'll be used as a witness for you, Lord. Give all sin and transgression in iniquity, O Lord. Keep us, O Lord, till the day of your redemption. That it draws nigh. I bless these, Father, under the sound of my voice. Let this day become a joyful day to them. Let them know that we more than conquerors press that in their hearts. Wake up the prayer life again. Wake up their prayer life again. Wake up their Bible reading and studying again. Wake it up, God. You said body exercise only profit little. But let us exercise our spirit, Father. Wake us up, Father. We'll be careful to give you name the praise. All of the honor and glory. In the wonderful and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray in all of the hearts of God's people to shout it. Amen. Hey, beloved, this is your Apostle Keith Brooks, and I'm not out of here, but I want you to know God's grace is still in the midst of all disasters. And God loves you. You're more than a conqueror. You are a winner. Just said to yourself, I'm a winner. No demon, devil, and hell can defeat me because I walk with the best. God is the best. Hey, I'm looking forward to next Sunday, though, because I can't do it no more. My God, my spirit. It's going crazy inside of me because I love the house of God. I love preaching. I love teaching. I love talking about God. I love praying. I love God's words because in his word is power and strength. 
I know who I am when I walk in that. You know who you are because your daddy is rich and all the cattle of a thousand here, all the seven dollars here. Everything going to be fine. You're not going to lose nothing. Everything going to be intact. Just keep on praising. Hey, I'm out. I love you. God bless you. Enjoy your family. Have a blessed day. God bless you.